All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to another bonus episode of Posios Picks. In this one, we're going to be recapping the college basketball season. Obviously, this podcast was born because of college basketball. You know, we've been giving you guys picks for NFL, college football, NBA, all that good stuff, NHL even, golf, tennis. We cover it all, but college basketball is our main sport. You guys already know that. This is the reason, like I said, that we started the podcast was to go over college basketball games. And here we are. The season's over. Kansas, national champions, a great Final Four. Some great games throughout the tournament. Max, what would you think about the Final Four, at least? We can start there. Yeah, I mean, the Final Four was just a classic. I mean, four Blue Bloods, we rarely get that. And it was just, I mean... Besides the Kansas Nova game, uh, every other game was sweet. It was in the yeah. huge stadium. The crowd was rocking all the time, and it was just a great environment. Yeah, I mean, some great, great games. That national championship game was fantastic. I mean, crazy back and forth. It was good to see, especially after last year, because, I mean, Baylor just dominated the whole game last year. I. Shout out to me. I had Baylor. Um, but <laughs> anyway, uh, it was just a great game to watch. Obviously, personally, I wish Carolina won because I don't really like Kansas and Bill Self that much. But it, it was still a sweet game. I honestly feel bad for Carolina because if they're healthy, they win that game, I think, flat out. I mean, what do you agree? Or I mean, I know they gave up a 15-point lead, which you just can't do. Yeah. But I mean, you... Like you said, you can't do that, but, I mean, that's it's March, well, April, but <laughs> it's still anything can happen in these type of games, and when you have the athletes that Kansas has, if I mean, mm. Remy Martin played huge in that game. Also a transfer. Be on the lookout for that. X. I mean, he mm-hmm. was just the X factor in that second half. He had three threes. He's playing good defense. He stayed on the floor, and they came back. I mean... That's all you got to do. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like we said, Kansas, national champs, was a great year. Uh, going back to the final four games, obviously the huge storyline, which I was very happy about. Uh, North Carolina beating Duke, ending Coach K's career. That was just an awesome, 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 awesome game. Duke fans just have nothing left. They have nothing left. I mean, losing to Carolina in the Final Four, first time they ever met in the tournament, ending Coach K's career, I, that was just awesome. But, I mean, North Carolina has a one-up on Duke forever. Like, could could you imagine if we got to the Final Four and lost to Michigan? Yeah, I mean, that would be nuts. Like, even just to— My, li- my life would be over. Just to even get that game, I— I don't think in our lifetime we'll see that. No. Like, no. just a rivalry in the Final Four is unheard of. Especially this this being the first time is just crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Coach K's done. Thank God. Good riddance. I mean, Duke is still going to be Duke, though. They, uh, they just are. But no more Coach K. I don't hate John Shire yet. I know I will eventually. It's going to happen because they're just going to beat us a bunch more times. But, um, yeah, that's that. So, <clears throat> kind of getting into 
uh, more of the deeper parts of the episode. Just to go over what we're going to be talking about. First, I want to do biggest winner of the season, meaning like who overachieved, who who had the best season in your opinion. Biggest loser, who impressed the most, meaning they probably shouldn't have been as good as they were, but I mean, they had a really solid year. And then who disappointed the most. And then just a little bit, I want to go over potential for next year. Just based on what we know now, we're going to have another episode where we talk about um, just things about next season. But let's get into biggest winner first. So, do you have one? Do you have one off the top of your head? You go first. Let me hear what you got. Okay. So, there's a there's a few. I, I, this one's kind of hard to separate from like who impressed the most. Um, biggest winner for me, I'm like, obviously outside of Kansas, like they won the national championship. Right. Biggest winner for me though, I think was Texas tech because yeah, you lose Chris Beard, who's obviously a hell of a coach, unbelievable coach. I know these guys were really like Chris Beard's guys, but they were straight up loyal to Mark Adams, like right away. They played the same style of ball or better. They beat Texas and Chris Beard during the year. I mean, I, I honestly think they're the biggest winner, seeing what Mark Adams can do with that program. And I think just overall, this season kind of lit a fire under Texas Tech and like their whole basketball program, because obviously they're a big football school. But, I mean, we saw it all year. We talked about it all year during the episodes. Texas Tech was one of the tougher places to play in the entire country this year. Which is crazy. It's crazy to think about. So I think they're the biggest winner, obviously, because they weren't ranked to start the year. They had a first-year coach who took them deep, won some really big games, looked really impressive. And a lot of guys are going to want to go play for Mark Adams. They really are. That's obviously a tough year, transition year. But, like, now that that happened and they, like, players saw what he can provide – they're gonna be they're gonna be really dangerous. So I think I personally think they were the biggest winner of the, of this season. Yeah, they're they're a special team. They're gonna get special talent. I mean, like you said, Mark Adams, the job he did in his first year was just kind of unheard of. I mean, we see it. Some coaches get their teams to the tournament first year, and it's but this guy made them like the defense. Just I I don't know. I mean, that guy's just yeah, wizard. But I'm kind of piggybacking on this, but I'm going to go with Arizona. Okay. Arizona was not ranked just like Texas Tech in the first AP poll. They have a first-year coach as well. I mean, they were just one of the better scoring teams in all of college basketball. They did go out kind of early, but, I mean... Just Matherin, Coloco, the players that coach had is just, I mean, they they lit a fire. And they were a top two team from, what, January to March? February yeah. to March? Mm-hmm. I mean, they were up there for a while. And it's tough when you get a first-year coach like that to really, like, rile the boys up and play as hard as they did. And win as much as they did. So they're going to be another team to look out for. I mean, they're just going to be there forever now, I think. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, we saw it with the players that he brought in. Like, Arizona had guys from everywhere, everywhere, all over the world, not just like all over the country. Yeah, transfers, recruits, like, they're they're gonna be really good as well. And I mean, I don't think the Pac-12 is gonna be that good anytime soon, like that that good. So if you can dominate that conference. They're they're gonna be they're gonna be scary coming up, but I, I like that I I like that narrative of like the first year coach. Obviously, like a big winner of the season was North Carolina too, because I mean like they had Hubert Davis first year coach. They went to the Final Four as an eight seed, but like that's North Carolina. Like they are always gonna be North Carolina no matter what. Yeah. Like they they're gonna get the recruits. Like they're gonna do what they. It's North Carolina. Like they're always gonna be there. That's why. We went a little bit of a different route, or at least at least why I went of a little bit of a different route for biggest winners because, like, Texas Tech and Arizona were two of, like you said, two of the better teams all season long, and they are they're really building something with those first year coaches. So yeah, they they were consistent. Be... That's the biggest thing. Yeah, they were consistent yeah. with those what are they be... do. They stuck to their game plan <clears throat> and they won big games. Yeah, yeah, those are going to be two programs to to really keep an eye on uh, moving forward. Okay, so biggest winner out of the way. Let's move on to biggest loser, and I want you to start for this one. I I have really a few. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a f- there's a few like chalked ones. Uh, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. I really think. I think Texas is the biggest loser. Mm-hmm. They're ranked five to start the year. Obviously, Chris Beard coming in from Texas Tech. And I think that team had so much potential, but they just could not score the ball. I mean, like, sometimes we saw them go on droughts that were, like, in the Purdue game when they played Purdue. They went on the drought, and Purdue went on, like, a 20-0 run and blew that game open. They climbed mm-hmm. back in it, but still, you just can't do that in college basketball. Obviously, Michigan at number six. I mean, they, I don't know. That team is just. I'm not going to speak on that too much because it's just going to come off as biased, yeah. but uh, yeah. Uh, and I think Oregon was. And they still made the Sweet 16. Yeah, yeah. I just, they, still, yeah. they still made the Sweet 16. But, but I mean, you, you start top five. Yeah. Come on. And I think Oregon was also a big loser because they were ranked 13 the first week of the season. They had all the hype, and they were just losing some rough games. And they did not get their mojo back in the middle of the season like a good good team should do. So they're on my list too. Yeah, yeah. I mean – some really, really tough, tough seasons. Um, personally, I, I got to throw Memphis out there, too. I mean, like, all the hype. You got two of the top. Were Duran and Bates one and two? I don't, I, I anyway. don't think Bates was that high because he reclassified. Oh, right, right, right. You're right. Yeah, but you got two elite, elite recruits. A solid team. You got Penny Hardaway. Not a great conference. And they just under, underachieved throughout the year. 
I mean, there were just so many, you got so many reports coming out, this and that, and Penny talking bad about his team, and parents being mad, and all this stuff. Granted, they played Gonzaga tough in the tournament and, and could have advanced, but I mean, when you have a team like that, and you see them play games like that, and then you wonder, like, how like how is this team not good? That's just the most frustrating thing. Obviously, they like I said, they turned some things around at the end, but Memphis had to go in there for me. <sighs> so many people had tough years. I think I think Duke is a big, big loser from this year just because of the fact that you got like arguably the number one pick and four more draft picks on your team. Yeah. You got Coach K's last year. Everything sets up for you. You get Carolina, who's an eight seed in the final four. Like everything fell in their lap. Gonzaga lost. Like everything fell in their lap. They got an eight seed in the final four. Granted, it was Carolina, but you lose to your arch, arch rival, who was an eight seed in the final four to end Coach K's career. Like they've had, they had some bad losses all year at home too, which was crazy. Like we always talk about how Cameron is such a tough place to play and it obviously is, but like they lost coach K's last home game to Carolina and then they lose to them in the final four. Like, yeah. And they played some really close conference ACC games as well. Yeah. And they lost and they lost, they didn't win the ACC tournament either. So like, I think they're. Obviously, they had a good year. They went to the Final Four. But I think that's like nobody's going to remember what they did good of this year. They're going to remember them getting bounced by Carolina in the tournament. And they're going to remember Coach K's last game at Cameron. You got the tunnel. You got 100 former players there, and they lose. Like, I think they're a big loser. Obviously, going forward, they're not going to be. But I just think in terms of this season um, – that was tough. Do you, do you have any more? I really can't think of any more, like, really, really bad. Oh, sorry. I do. I did forget one. Kentucky. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is just brutal, brutal, brutal. I got a, I got a you couple have all more, these too, d- when you're done. Okay, okay. You have all these dudes. You got the player of the year on your team in Shibway who played unbelievable. Granted, they had some health issues, but, like, you go into the tournament as one of the like favorited teams to win it and you get bounced by St. Peter's in the first round. I I don't know what's worse them losing or this is the only time I'll ever speak on this hopefully on the podcast us losing to Middle Tennessee State. Uh, Virginia cuz I know Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right. But I'm saying like in terms of odds because MSU was favored to win the tournament that year in Vegas, and they lost to Middle Tennessee State. I think this Kentucky one might be worse, just in terms of talent and gap and whatever. But they obviously huge loser from this year. You have like a decent season. You're struggling. They looked pretty good, even without Ty Ty and severe at times with health issues. And then you get bounced in the first round by 15C. That's just... That's just tough. Go ahead with yours. Yeah, these teams were ranked top 21 in the first AP poll. I mean, they don't really have the talent, but they were up there. And 
it had to be for some reason, but Florida State and Maryland were just two awful teams. I mean, Maryland, they lost their coach, I think, the first or second week of the season. So that played a big role. But Florida State, usually we see a better performance for them the whole season. And usually they get better throughout the season. But this year they just really fell off. So it was kind of a surprise to see them fall off like that after getting the respect from the AP poll. And yeah, I mean, yeah, the, those Maryland. Yeah, they were in top. Yeah, that's they were in 21. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's just that was not good. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I agree. Obviously, rankings and all that initial rankings uh, like they don't hold too much merit because the ball hasn't been tipped yet. But like going forward, those teams, it's going to be really, really interesting to see what happens and we'll we'll talk on that uh like in our preview episodes for next year so um we'll touch on that more okay biggest winner and biggest losers who impressed the most i i think i know where you're gonna go here um i think we're kind of both on the same page but i'm curious to to see what you say about it so go ahead all right so i got a couple here i got one I have Auburn. They came in at Love 22. It. Yeah, you already know that was on my yep. list. Obviously, Jabari Smith, top three pick, probably guaranteed. I mean, I think really it's not even him that surprised me. It's Kessler. It's Flanagan. It's Wendell Green. Those guys mm-hmm. really stepped up, and they helped this team. I mean, it sucks they lost to Miami early in the early in the tournament but this team played well the home court advantage they had was just ridiculous the jungle yeah. and i mean it sucks because i f- i feel like jabari did play a big role kessler leaving now too so they're gonna have to rebuild mm-hmm. a little but i think they'll be fine and then yeah my other biggest surprise is UConn. Oh, okay. I like it. UConn came in. I mean, they they were just young. That's why nobody was really that high on them. But our, the way RJ Cole played as a veteran, he played how a veteran should play, teaching the young guys. Obviously, they had a good big in Sunogo down low, so he helped out. But I think this team is going to be good the next couple years with all the freshmen mm-hmm. they had they had three freshmen starting right or yes. something like that so they're, yeah, two they're gonna be a team to look out for in the next couple of years if they can get some good recruits up there i really like that i loved uconn all year i had them going deep in in some brackets and i really thought that they were going to be able to beat um beat gonzaga if they got that game they obviously didn't get that game which was a shame but I I love that call. I did not think you were going to go there. Um, I wholeheartedly agree with both of those teams. Auburn was on my list. Obviously, you guys know I loved Auburn all year. They made us a lot of money, which was good as well. But, I mean, like, uh, Bruce Pearl Bruce Pearl is going to get them going down there. And they've got a good fan base for hoops, which is surprising considering how big of a football program they are. 
They are they are going to be good. Bruce Pearl's going to be able to get them, get those recruits in, and and keep that program solid. But they, I mean, they had an unreal year. What they start twenty three and one, yeah, something around something there, crazy. Like, it was insane, yeah, like and those tw- were all in a twenty-game winning streak. I was gonna say those were like pretty much all in a row because they lost that game early to UConn in double overtime or whatever it was. Yeah. So they were super, super impressive. Mine, my main one that I had that I was surprised you didn't touch on was Providence. I, I yeah. mean, like they they won the Big East. What do you mean? Yeah, uh, I know. No. Were they supposed to win the Big East? How is that not a biggest surprise? No. What? Yeah. Especially with the talent they had. They had transfers, like, and they go and win the Big East in a in a big Villanova year. And Villanova went to the Final Four. Yeah, that's true. And they won the Big East. Like, I, I know yeah. that, oh, they were lucky and blah, blah, blah. But, like. They, they won the games. I mean. Right, yeah. but I'm like, it's. I don't think I don't. That's like, I think that's the biggest surprise of the season. How good they were! They kept winning. They won those games. Like, they hung with Nova. It, it was. It, it was just. It was a great, great season for them. I also. And I think they have another they, one too. Okay, I was just saying. I think they're going to be good. Yeah. upcoming too. That that helps them a lot. I mean, this season, the the stuff they done, they did in the Big East. I mean, obviously winning it, tough scene in the Big East tournament, but they're yeah. going to be able to get those guys now. They're going to be able to get those dudes that always go to Nova on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they'll be able to get those guys. And I think Ed Cooley did a great job. I'm... Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I got another one here. I mean, Iowa. Big Ten. I don't even I like see him in the Facts. receiving votes category for the first week. And this team just played out of their mind. Keegan Murray, obviously they got upset in the first round. Forget about that for right now. But the way they played in the Big Ten, they competed every night, night in and night out. Keegan Murray is going to be a lottery pick, I think. Yes, 100%. And I mean, obviously, Bohannon, the 17th year there. So, I mean, they had the pieces, <laughs> and they put it together, and they won. I mean, that's what they did. Yeah, it's it's honestly a real shame that they couldn't make a deeper run in the tournament. I think Keegan Murray goes on the list for biggest winners of this year because, I mean, he played – he literally played himself into a, a bag. Like, yeah. He's going to be a lottery pick. He's un- unbelievable. I think he honestly was the best overall player in the country, especially at the end of the year. He was so, so gross. I like that pick. It's going to be really curious to see what happens moving forward with them, though. Um, yeah, it's, but it's kind of weird. Like I said. Some people have entered yeah. the transfer portal already. So. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll cover that. Yep. We'll cover that in our in our previews episode and whatnot. Okay. Um who impressed? That was great. Uh, who disappointed? Kind of goes into biggest loser. I feel like. Do you have like any more that were really disappointing, or any players even too? Because I I have a couple players uh, that kind of relate. That kind of relate to what we said earlier. I think Marcus Carr is on that list. Yeah, Marcus Carr is on that list. Yeah, I mean he had a great great year at Minnesota. 
Then he transferred to Texas, and everyone thought he was going to be the dog. And I, I'm, yeah, he just, I don't know. It's it might be something about that offense, but he just, I feel like he couldn't get his chance to create like he did at Minnesota. That's true. That's true. But I mean, like he was gross. Last, like, not this past season, last season at Minnesota. He was disgusting. Yeah. And I thought him and that system was going to be really, really good. It just wasn't. Yeah. It just wasn't. Any uh, any other, like, big disappointments? I mean, that kind of that kind of went in with biggest losers. We, 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 we pretty much covered that. Uh, I could say UCLA, but. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, on, that's I, on the edge. I know we like I, we saw that coming all year though. Like yeah. you're not like you just can't you can't make back to back runs like that unless you are like a historic historic college team like Florida, like those Michigan State teams who went to three straight Final Fours in the early two thousands, like like all those squads. Like it, you have to be historically good to go deep in the tournament back-to-back seasons or three in a row or whatever yeah and i mean mick cronin did the right thing he kept everyone there they just didn't perform like i feel like they did perform they were good i mean they had injury issues but like like how it they weren't better than arizona they weren't gonna beat arizona when it came down to it oh yeah but everyone, like I, I think mean, they, everyone, I think they could have, like Juzang could have left last year. I think he should have. I think he should have too. I yeah. mean, that was clear as day. Yep. Like, after you have a run like that, you have to leave. He didn't. I. It hurt him definitely. It definitely hurt him. But I mean that that goes back to what I was saying. Everyone performed to their level. I don't think every. I don't think anyone on UCLA was on some next-level stuff like they were in the tournament last year. Right. So, like, that, that I guess that is that is a big disappointment for them, bringing everybody back. You expect to win. But, um, okay. That kind of wraps it up for our recap. Um, any, give me two or three of your favorite tournament games. Favorite games? Yeah, I'm. I'll start with one as you think. Yeah, MSU Duke was, MSU Duke, obviously biased a little bit, but that was a great, great game. I I really wish that. I'm obviously I really wish that we won, but just seeing MSU like after all year like disappointing losses, sleepwalking through games, all that kind of stuff to really hang with Duke in that game, have them scared for a second. I I was I was proud of that MSU team that day, which were there were a lot of games where I was not proud of them at all. I mean, they just played like absolute garbage. They looked like they didn't even want to play. So for hanging around in that game, that was just one of my favorite personal favorite games of the tournament because up to that point, I think that game was like at least feeling-wise, you know, you get that feeling watching a big game. I think that was the biggest game feeling up to that point in the tournament. Yeah. So that 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 was one of my favorite ones. Do you have one in mind? Yeah, Sweet 16, North Carolina, UCLA, that game. 
I mean, that game was back and forth from start to finish. Uh-huh. First half, it was close. Second half, the story, Caleb Love just... Just literally went nuclear. Yeah, he went nuts, and that that game was crazy. I mean, just two blue mm-hmm. bloods. There's nothing better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, do you have do you have any more? I don't really have that many more off the top of my head. Uh, per- <laughs> Texas Tech Purdue Saint Texas Tech Duke was a good one. Oh Arkansas yeah, that was Gonzaga really good. Purdue- was good. Purdue St. Peter's was just crazy. Yeah. That game was just insane. Like I, I, the whole time I was watching that game, I'm like, I cannot believe they're gonna lose. And, I can't believe they're gonna uh, lose. And they did. TCU Arizona was a. Oh was yeah, a yeah, that game. was a great game too. Yeah, that was that was a really really great game. That's just the beauty of college basketball, and really the beauty of the tournament. Like, yeah. you have all these matchups that you wouldn't get normally. And it's just two teams that might match up really well, but the seeding might be different. Oh, God. God bless the tournament. God bless March Madness. It was a great, great tournament. Before we go, I do want to drop one future pick for next year. Drop one futures pick. Go ahead and look it up if you need to, Max. Thank you, yours, because before we get into that, I do want to give a quick shout-out to Pickett. You guys know about Pickett. It's a great app to track your bats. Hopefully you downloaded it during the tournament to track all your bats. Pickett has really stuck with us. They've been a great, great partner, sponsor, whatever you want to call them. Um, It's just a really, really great app. Pickett is just growing continuously. Some great, great new features every single update. So when you download Pickett, if you haven't yet, be sure to use our promo code POSIOSPICKS. You get up to a $100 bonus that goes right into your Venmo account, and it is just a great, great app for betting, especially coming up. you got NBA playoffs coming up, MLB. There's going to be games every day to bet on, so you're going to want Pickett to track those bets and keep everything in check for you. Okay, one future for next year, Max. It could be conference winner. It could be championship winner, whatever you're feeling. Uh, well, I'm not going to take yours because I know what yours is already, (laughs) but I'm going to go with the Arkansas Razorbacks. I don't know what the odds are. I like it, but they were, they were around like 1100 last time I looked. The things that Eric Musselman is doing in the transfer portal are ready and they have some good recruits coming in. Like some unreal recruits, and he he just got a, a two twins from Rhode Island, a little mid major action. So I mean, this team is he's gonna keep doing his thing. He's gonna keep getting those guys. He's gonna try his best, and I think it's gonna work because the recruits they have coming in, they were I know it's yeah they were ranked number one in the way too early top twenty five, but they're up there for a reason. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, if they get a couple I've, if they get a couple guys back, the they're they're going to be scary. Yeah, yeah, I love that pick. That that I'm I'm going to put a future on them. That's not the one I'm going to give out right now. Um but I I love I love that future pick because Moss is an unbelievable coach 
and the stuff that he is doing is is just bananas. Like, it's Arkansas. Like, it's Arkansas, and they're going to be gross. That's going to be a fun team to watch. My future, the odds have gone down. You can still find them a little higher. If you look deep enough, Houston, you guys already know the Cougs, baby. Houston, I have them at plus 2,000. Now, this is depending on who comes back and who leaves because Calvin Sampson released a statement that said there's a pretty good chance everyone who can come back next year will. If they get everyone back, they, like you can't you can't even come close to convincing me that they're not going to win. And they're 20 to 1 right now. Put 10 bucks on it for 200. I think it's worth the investment. They're going to be a really good team regardless, but if they get like Sasser back, uh, if I'm not going to go too deep into it. If they get a good core back with Kelvin Sampson, who I think is the best coach in college basketball, Let me backtrack on that. Jay Wright's the best coach in college basketball. Calvin Sampson is a top five coach in college basketball. They are going to be the team to beat, in my opinion. We saw it this year's tournament. The run that they made, the games that they played, the way that they played ball is just frustrating. It's hustle. You can't... can't... They don't beat themselves. You have to beat Houston. And when you have a team like that, especially in the tournament... They're going to be tough, tough to beat. So Houston at 20-1 to 1 plus 2,000 is my pick to win next year's national championship. We're going to leave it at that. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoy this style of episodes. We I, we really enjoy making them because we're just kind of chopping it up about college hoops. There's, there's really nothing better. So like we said, download Pickett. Use our promo code Posios Picks. Be sure to follow us over on Pickett. We're still growing a ton over there, which we really appreciate. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Posios Picks. You get notified when we upload an episode. And when we upload any pick we don't talk about in our daily episode or on the show. With NBA, we're going to be just tweeting out a lot more picks. We're not going to do as many daily episodes. So be sure to follow us there. Max, you got anything else? It was a fun ride. We look forward to keep it going. Obviously, NBA playoffs, MLB coming up. So stay Mm -hmm. tuned. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, we appreciate you guys. Thank you again for listening. We will see you guys in the next one.